Imagine you've just won the lottery and now you can afford to buy a new home. Would you choose some huge mansion somewhere? You might, and I'm about to tell you why that might not be the best thing for you. So hello and thank you for joining me, Philippa Richard, on the Enriching Design podcast. I'll be talking about how design can make homes and cities better for people and better for the planet. Today I want to discuss the subject of housing density. Now what they mean by that is if you took an acre of land, how many homes could sit on it? How many people could comfortably live on that land? And housing density ends up being really important when you're looking at the types of home you have and also the knock-on effect that has on your life. When I started researching how we should design homes in order to support our well-being, make us fitter, healthier, happier, I looked at various statistics to see which places seemed to have the highest um, life expectancies and the happiest people. And it turned out that not only were those places cities rather than countryside, they were often some of the busiest, most tightly packed cities in the world. For many years, Hong Kong has come the highest. Now, it certainly surprised me. I'm guessing it might surprise other people. But it turns out that one of the things that is very good for us is actually just being around other people. And typically people in Hong Kong have quite a good support network around them. They often have no such tiny apartments that they don't cook and eat in them. So they tend to go out and eat in these little neighborhood um, cafes and restaurants. So people kind of all get to know one another. And if somebody's sick, if somebody's ill, there's probably people around to help. So there are lots of reasons, but it does make you realize that actually maybe a smaller, more cramped home in a city might actually be better for you, for your well-being and for your happiness than some big mansion in the middle of nowhere. There's an excellent book called Happy City by Charles Montgomery. And in this, he looks at what we should be doing to design cities that are better for people and gives lots of great statistics and examples of places that are getting it right or at least working a long way towards that. And some of the really astonishing statistics in there discuss the impact of that long commute by drive. So the, uh, the typical American suburban towns where everybody's got a huge house on quite a big piece of land and they have to drive everywhere. And the statistics actually show that the further you have to drive, the worse your health gets. And 
that actually all the benefits from living in a nice house don't outweigh the disadvantages that come from that lengthy commute and the feelings of separation, the fact that you can't get to any shops or any activities without getting in the car, the fact that the kids have to be ferried around to all of their clubs and activities. They can't just wander around and go and meet friends easily. So that kind of urban sprawl is actually not good for us which means that living within a more compact town or city and accepting having a smaller garden and a smaller house in the long run is actually good for you. We know that urban sprawl is not a good model. And although on the face of it, Hong Kong does seem to be a good model, I think if you delved deeper, you'd find that many of the apartments are so small that it's either not really healthy or it's difficult for people to develop reasonable relationships within the family. There must be very little room for privacy of any sort. And neither does it leave much room for the biophilic elements, the nature within the city. So I believe there is a better balance, a density that allows people to still feel close, to have easy access to things, to be able to move around easily using walking, public transport, bicycles, but which also has the benefits of the green spaces and enough room for people to have that mixture of community and privacy. Thank you for joining me and listening to the Enriching Design podcast. In future podcasts, I will be looking at what the ideal housing density might look like and which cities are getting close. So carry on listening. And if you enjoyed the show, please leave a review and be sure to head over to digonhome.com and join the email list and our Facebook group for updates and offers.